Welcome to a podcast from St. Stephen's Episcopal Church in McKeesport, PA, the friendly church in the heart of town since 1885. We're located at the corner of Walnut Street and 8th Avenue in downtown McKeesport. We invite you to join us this Sunday for worship at 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. For more information, visit our website at stephensmckeesport.com or find us on Facebook. Today's episode was recorded during services on Sunday, October 16th and Sunday, October 30th, 2011. Our celebrant was the Reverend David Kinsey, and our musical director and organist was Georgia Labetta. Savior Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Jesus said to the crowds and his disciples, The scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. Therefore do whatever they teach you and follow it. But do not do as they do, for they do not practice what they teach. Then they tie up heavy burdens, hand to the bearer, and lay them on the shoulders of others. But they themselves are unwilling to lift a finger to move them. They do all their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long. They love to have the place of honor at banquets and the best seats in the synagogue, and to be greeted with respect in the marketplace, to have people call them rabbi. But you are not to be called rabbi, for you are one teacher, and you are all students. And call no one your father on earth, for you have one father, the one in heaven. Nor are you to be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Messiah. The greatest among you will be your servant. All who exalt themselves will be humbled, and all who humble themselves will be exalted. This is the Gospel of the Lord. this morning from a scripture uh, that you are going to be involved with. Uh, and that portion of scripture is taken from uh, the 21st chapter of the Gospel of John. Uh, and, and Jesus 
is talking to Simon Peter. Now, I'm going to assume that everybody in here is going to be Simon Peter this morning, and Jesus is talking directly to you. And this is what Jesus said to Simon Peter and to all of you. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? Now, there's some confusion of what these meant. Uh, some say it was, do you love me more than you love your fishing boat? Do you love me more than you love your beloved wife? Do you love me more than your neighbors? Uh, and that's some controversy, uh, and I'm not here to try to answer that, but the question was, do you love me more than anything else on this earth? We have a tendency in our frail way of, of, of living to compare ourselves, in many cases, to other people. Uh, I, I, I know that uh, my one daughter has always said to me, Laura is more beautiful than I am. Uh, and, and that's not something that, that we should not do, uh, compare ourselves to other people, unless you're looking at someone who has excelled in life and you want to be like them because they're a good, solid Christian. You want to grow into that kind of relationship uh, as exemplified by that person you're watching. But if you look at somebody in envy, you have a problem because you always lose. Uh, I re read a funny story recently about two gentlemen were in a grocery store. And the older gentleman was standing there kind of looking around, and there was a younger man there. And the younger man says, what are you looking for? He said, I'm trying to find my wife. He said, I, I can't find mine either. And the, the younger man said, well, well, what does she look like? She says, well, she has a, wears a bun, and she's kind of frumpy looking, and she's uh, kind of grouchy sometimes. And she's got an old dress on, but you know, she's around here somewhere. He said, they said what, what does your wife look like? Oh, my wife is gorgeous. You know, she's a, she's a model, as a matter of fact. Wears short skirt, she's five feet nine. She's absolutely gorgeous. The old man said, well, let's go look for your wife. I might be all right. <laughs> and so when you, uh, when you compare yourselves to others, and this is, what, this is how it starts out, when you compare yourself to others, I know that everybody in here has probably said at some point in your life, how did the Joneses afford that new car? He only works at so-and-so, or she only works at so-and-so. You know, we, we compare ourselves by what we have and what our neighbors have, and that's a no-no. Now, I don't know whether that's what Jesus was saying. I suspect he probably was. The deal is, do you love me more than anything? That's what Jesus was saying. Now, it goes on to say, Yes, Lord, this is, this is your response. Because I know if Jesus said to you, do you love me, you're not going to say no. I hope. Okay, so Peter said, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my lambs. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you really love me? Now, this is the second time he's asked. He answered, yes, Lord, you know I love you. Take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Now, John at this point is getting ticked. He's not happy at all because he's asked me the third time, do you love me? 
And Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, do you love me? He said, you know, of all things, you know that I love you. And Jesus said, feed my sheep. Now I'm going to tell you the best part of the story at the very end of this message. I think one of the biggest problems that you and I have when we're dealing with Jesus, and even though we're created in God's image, we really should love each other more than we do. As I've said to you before, some of the most ugly comments have come from the mouths of Christians. Do you love me? And, that, and that's where we really fall short. We, we criticize everybody, from the president to the Congress to the, well, they, maybe that's a different story. There's, there's no, <clears throat> we, a, we need a cleansing in Washington, D.C., even though this is the greatest country we've ever lived in. Uh, but but, the, but we, 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 did you assume your love? You know, I have three children. Uh, my son, uh, and I think I've told you before, he's the one that designed a Mountain Dew label, and poor kid's only worth about $3 million. He's 42 years old and still single. Uh, nice kid, nice kid. Doesn't smoke or drink, and always helping poor people out. Doesn't go to church, he doesn't dig church. And the only reason you know he has, has any money is he drives a BMW. It has his own designer, well, Levi's, not fancy stuff, you know. This is out there in California. He called me one day, and he said, Dad, he said, how you doing? So we're just sitting there chatting up a storm. Uh, and, and you see, I know many of you multitask. You know, you may be talking to your wife or your husband, but you're really doing something else. And you're not really focused on what your wife or your husband or your children are using because we multitask. And I'm good at it. I, at work, I, I may have six projects going at the same time. Phones ringing, you know, picking them up and seeing how people are, and, and business customers, you know, all that good stuff. And so my son called me this one time, and while he was talking to me, I was playing on a computer. Well, I was doing some work on a computer, and I'm sitting there listening to him. And, you know, and a lot of the stuff he said was going in one eye or not the other. Not that I don't love him, but I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't, I really didn't love him at that point because I wasn't paying attention. And, and I'll never forget, as, 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 as we were bidding each other goodbye, I said, son, you have a great day. And with that, I took the phone from my ear and I started hanging it up and he said, I love you, dad. And I hit the receiver before I realized what he said. And I felt so bad, I, I picked the receiver up and got a dial tone. And I immediately hit the, the speed dial and tried to get it back, and I, and I got a busy signal. You see, I was too busy to say to my own son, David, I love you. What a lesson I learned that day. When people call me today, I stop what I'm doing and I pay attention to what their needs are. The only reason I have agreed to stay here at St. Stephen's for at least through the end of December is because my goal is to love you. My goal is not to tell you that what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, you shouldn't be doing it this way, 
That's not my goal. My goal is simply to love you. And my goal also is to make sure that you go and love everybody that you associate with. That's what Jesus was talking about. Now, in on our reading from Matthew, Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, The teachers of the law and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat, so you must obey them and do everything they tell you. But do not do as they do. Now that's interesting. Jesus said, Now you do everything they tell you, but don't act like they do, because they're, they're not really good examples of being good priests. They like to sit at the head table. They like to be called father on the streets. They like to be first in line at a dinner. And I know priests that do that. I make it a point, unless I'm speaking somewhere and they insist that I eat first, I make it a point to always eat last. But you see, priests today, and I say this very lovingly, priests today, and I'm not, not talking about all of them. They're probably far more faithful than I am. Priests today need to kind of look at their, the way they minister and quit legislating from on high. If I were in this church as a priest, full time, the first thing I would do is I would go to every one of you and say, what would you like to see happen in this church? The last thing I'm ever going to do is say, this is what you people need now you do as I say. That's what they were saying in Matthew. Don't do as they do. And don't do as they say. Now the great part of this message. And this is what Jesus said to you, Simon Peter. After he said, feed my sheep, the third time of saying, you love me, he said, Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. And then he said, and this is, this is the key, and then he said, follow me. Follow me. Put aside all that stuff you think is so important in your life. It doesn't mean anything. Just follow me. That's what Jesus Christ is asking you today. Put aside all those things, those differences, the anger that you have in your heart, and follow me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the message. Follow me. Amen. You've been listening to a podcast from St. Stephen's Episcopal Church, located at the corner of Walnut Street and 8th Avenue in downtown McKeesport since 1885. Today's episode was recorded during services on Sunday, October 16th and Sunday, October 30th, 2011. 
heard today were the Reverend David Kinsey and our church choir under the direction of Georgia Lapetta. The gospel reading was from the book of Matthew. We invite you to join us for Sunday worship at 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. For more information, visit our website at stephensmckeesport.com or find us on Facebook. Thank you for listening, and may God bless you. Thank you.